Welcome to Joyful Eating for PCOS and Gut Health, ultimate podcast to learn how to find relief from hormonal and digestive pains while preserving the pleasure of eating. You'll learn from your host, Trista Chan, a registered dietitian and founder of The Good Life Dietitian, along with guest experts on how to understand your health through science and mind-body connection, which diet trends to ignore and explore, all with an accessible and inclusive lens. So let's get started. I'm thrilled to be joined by my friend Mel today, certified personal trainer and founder of Mel Rose Training. Mel is a top-rated Toronto-based women's fitness coach who brings a sustainable, evidence-based approach to strength training for women. Mel herself started as a total fitness beginner only a few years ago, and now she helps her clients streamline and simplify their fitness journey and lift weights with confidence. Outside of Mel's fitness expertise, she's also a registered nurse, so she's all for an evidence-based approach to taking care of yourself and moving your body. Today, Mel and I are going to talk about how she approaches strength training for women and how that relates to your food relationship, how fitness can improve all areas of your health, and how to begin your fitness journey even if you don't identify as an active person. Mel, welcome to the podcast and feel free to say hey to the audience. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me today, Trista. I'm super excited to chat all things fitness, strength training, and nutrition for women. Yeah, thanks so much for joining me. So the last podcast that I was a guest in, shout out to Krista from DSC. I was actually asked to start by sharing a win of the week. So however big or however small, which was actually super fun. And this is going to be a new thing that I think would adopt for all of my guests. So Mel, I'd love to hear about your quote, win of the week. Okay, something new I've been doing that I have been thoroughly enjoying and just closing out my day on such a nice note is reading before bed. I am a big fan of reading in general, but usually I've been more focused on my morning routine and starting the day off really intentionally. And I've been reading even just like a page or two before bed and having the best sleep of my life. So honestly, it's small, but that is a big win and something I look forward to throughout the entire day. Awesome. And I love those small wins. That's what it's all about, right? So Mel, could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, your background, and what you do at Melrose Training? Absolutely. So I am the founder of Melrose Training, women's fitness personal trainer and fitness entrepreneur. So it's funny because even though now my biggest role is one-on-one training with my clients in Toronto, I myself wasn't always active. I started as a total fitness beginner eight years ago. And at that same time for five years, I was also a full-time registered nurse. So this world of me being a trainer and running my own fitness business was not something that I saw coming, but it's so impactful and so meaningful to be able to bring a new voice to this world that can be so confusing and so fad focused and so negative and discouraging for women. And instead taking that sustainable approach to strength training, changing that narrative and really focusing on falling in love with movement as a way to take care of yourself. You know, a lot of that stemmed from my own personal fitness journey, where I sort of went through all of those phases myself. And I think we've come a long way, especially in the last few years. But, you know, thinking back to fitness on Instagram, almost 10 years ago, things were so different. And I didn't know what I didn't know. But I definitely tried on, you know, all sorts of different styles of movement and 
different things that were trendy and ultimately got to a place where I got kind of fed up, you know, working out, burning myself out, feeling confused, kind of moving on to the next thing all the time. And instead, I wanted to focus on building a routine that positive, uplifting. So through that personal fitness journey, I decided to become certified as a personal trainer and started working with women to help them streamline and simplify their routines as well and really get to that good part where it feels like exercise is a partnership with yourself and something that really adds to your life as opposed to a punishment or something that takes away from it. And I love that complete reframe around fitness as self-care. So because as someone who, you know, I grew up playing tennis, I danced, right? I was active in a sense, but I didn't necessarily identify as being fit. And when I started my own fitness journey as an adult, that's not around an activity or sport, but rather strength training, going to the gym. It was the scary wild, wild west for me. I had no idea how to even begin this journey because what you see online can be so so overwhelming which is so interesting to me because i see this all the time in my nutrition clients in that you're you go in it with positive intentions you want to promote you know well-being feel a little better right but then you're like almost assaulted by this mass information and oftentimes rooted in punishment and shame kind of information that you find online so it's so cool how i find the fitness journey and the nutrition journey is often correlated Absolutely. Those two things go hand in hand. And I fully relate on a personal level. And now with what I work on with my clients, in terms of fitness, seeming really overwhelming and seeming like you need to do all or nothing. And you need to be working out all the time or thinking about it all the time. And, you know, always hearing mixed messaging on these, you know, trendy viral videos. This is the next big thing. This is the one thing that will change everything. It's just not how things work. And you know, not only is it the best approach to really take things slow, steady, you know, find that sustainable type of movement that you actually want to stick with. That's not just the best way to reach your goals. It's really the only way to reach your goals. Because if it's not something that feels uplifting, or feels fun, life is too short, and you're not going to stick with that, right? So I I definitely relate Mm -hmm. to that. And one of the things that I really like to shed light on in the content that I share and in the work that I do with my clients is that simple is the way to go. Even simpler probably than most people realize if you are thinking about starting a routine or you're feeling intimidated or you want to jump back in, simple, sustainable, the only way to really you know build that routine that, that sticks. Yes, simplified science. And for those who may not have followed along in the past, I've worked closely with Mel both as a client and as a collaborator. And I think, Mel, that your approach has taken something that's very intimidating and overwhelming on social media and made it very accessible and simple for every person to start adopting. So Mel, with that being said, what are some of the biggest myths surrounding strength training for women? Well, first and foremost, the number one question that I get is sort of this idea of if lifting weights will make you bulky. So referring to that idea of sort of building a whole lot of muscle, you know, the images that come to mind are sort of that bodybuilder physique. Yes, those individuals do lift weights to achieve that aesthetic, but they are going through a whole different protocol than, you know, what the average everyday woman would be doing in a nice, simple, sustainable strength training workout. So I really like to separate those two images because rest assured, you will not accidentally turn into a bodybuilder by lifting some weights. 
not only are those individuals, you know, genetically pre predisposed to build a lot of muscle, there's often lots of other things behind the scenes that we're not seeing their entire lives are dedicated to it. You know, their nutrition protocols are, you know, really, really extreme. So just separating those two images and those two ideas of, you know, simple, sustainable, functional strength training does not yield those results. Another thing too is strength training, as you said, can be really intimidating and seem really overwhelming. I thought for years, you know, I would default to the treadmill at the gym, even though I hated it personally, because it was just easy. It felt like a no brainer. Okay. I know at least what this machine is. I know at least what I can do. It felt, you know, familiar enough. Whereas looking at a rack of dumbbells or looking at all of the machines in the gym or, you know, being even at, at home without equipment, it can be hard to know how to structure a workout. I definitely understand that. One of the beautiful things about strength training is that when you do really you know, start and focus on that functional whole body balance, you realize that it's actually really simple, you know, form focused workouts, moving with control, challenging yourself in a way that feels good, focusing on compound exercises, which are just exercises that work multiple muscles in the body or squats or lunges, deadlifts, all those things. Those are the staples of training, whether it's day one, whether you've been training for a year, 10 years, simple. So, you know, I didn't believe it for myself back in the day. I was so intimidated. I thought I would never pick up a dumbbell in my life. So I understand where that, you know, hesitation comes from, but the reality of strength training is that it's really simple. The other thing, you know, particularly a heavy topic that comes up when I'm speaking with women about strength training is sort of this idea of toning. So there's lots of toning workouts, workouts that claim to slim a certain area of the body or tone or define, you know, we see like six pack ab workouts or toned glutes or lifted this and what it really comes down to is those, those titles are misleading. And if you have, you know, physical aesthetic goals, those are absolutely valid. And I always recommend really focusing on chasing that feeling, training for your endorphins, your energy, your strength, confidence day to day, those other physical changes come with time. But when it comes to those physical changes, one thing that I really like to shed light on to give my clients realistic expectations of their workouts is we cannot selectively tone one area of the body. It, simply does not work like that. And this is probably the biggest myth when it comes to strength training and workouts marketed towards women. Just in the same way, when we gain body fat, it is a process that happens overall. It's individual to each and every person. Same thing happens with weight loss. So even a workout that works only the arms is not going to selectively spot reduce body fat or so-called tone that area. And this is a really, really misleading headline claim that I see online. And mm -hmm. I think that it really leads many people to only work out certain areas in their body with unrealistic expectations and then wonder why it's not working for them when just from the get-go that, you know, is, is simply impossible. Yeah, it's like a lot of the wild dining fads you see online in the same way that it, like you said, sets people up for failure with super unrealistic expectations so it's funny the amount of times that i've also been asked like are there any foods that can reduce your belly fat or are there belly fat toning foods probably similar to the fitness related questions that you get right exactly it's that same idea and you know having that knowledge is so important to set yourself up for success in terms of actually, you know, building out workouts or, or going for workouts that are aligned with your goals and having realistic expectations. Another thing that goes hand in hand with that is, you know, even just the timelines on seeing changes or feeling changes in your workouts. 
You don't need to work out every single day to see results. In fact, I definitely recommend not to lift weights every single day because we do need rest days. But this idea that, you know, we can see drastic changes in two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, you can find any sort of before and after workout transformation, so-called transformation online. And, you know, it really doesn't, doesn't share anything valuable in that oftentimes they're staged, lighting, posing, all of these things really play a big factor. So I like to be super realistic and not only setting realistic expectations of what our workouts can do, but also those time frames of, you know, we're really focused on playing the long game, real change, not just in your body, but also in the way that you move, in the way that you stand taller, those things take time. So we're always trying to strive for that consistency and build a routine that's not going to burn you out so you can truly stick with it. Yes, you're in it for the long game. Yeah, you've got to be. You've got to be. So what are some actual benefits of integrating strength training? What do you see every day with your clients in terms of how you improve and impact their health? First and foremost, every single workout, you have the incredible, amazing benefit of endorphins. So, so powerful at making a good day better, you know, changing around your mood, just having that reset, that sweat, that sense of accomplishment. And every single workout, you're winning when we're focusing on that. Of course, strength training is optimal for building strength. You know, different styles of lifting, different rep ranges are optimal for different things. So lifting in that heavier zone, you know, eight, 10, 12 reps, really, really optimal for building strength, building muscle. Another thing that I think sometimes is overlooked in the strength training conversation until you do your first strength workout is we're certainly building cardiorespiratory health. We're getting the heart rate up. Even with a low impact workout, strength training can really have that high intensity or that modifiable intensity. So you're building that stamina, you're building that athleticism, and you're building that overall fitness that you'll feel in your day to day, right? I, you know, hear from my clients all the time. I feel better just keeping up with my grandkids. Oh my goodness, I moved this weekend and I, you know, felt super strong, like lifting boxes, or I, you know, had had to carry like this big load of groceries home from the store. And those are the types of things that you really notice that are super impactful. Of course, there's lots of great evidence to show, you know, better mood, better sleep. And then there are unique benefits specifically to strength training in terms of metabolism. So when we lift weights, we're creating micro tears in our muscles and it takes a lot of energy to repair and rebuild our muscles. Of course, it takes, you know, balanced nutrition, protein, but when we're resting after a strength workout, you have not only, you know, boosted your metabolism during, but also in the 24 to 48 hour window after your metabolism is increased and the more muscle mass that we build over time, which of course is optimal to build through lifting weights, the faster your resting metabolism is even when you're not working out. So it's not just, you know, those, those metabolism benefits in your workouts. It's also extends to that 24 to 48 hour window afterwards and really compounds over time as you build that muscle mass. Awesome. So what I'm hearing is that there's a lot of metabolic benefits going on below the surface. And then a lot of like day to day things that you may not even expect to benefit from. So I remember when I first started training with you, Mel, that like, I was jogging, I was doing yoga, Pilates, right? I was like playing tennis, but I was so shocked. I remember after starting to lift weights a few times a week, 
consistently how much better I was performing in all these other activities and sports and how much like straighter my posture was and better that I just felt like musculoskeletal health wise, even on a day to day, even if I was just like sitting. Absolutely. Strengthening through, you know, especially glutes, core, building stability in your movements translates not only into any other type of movement, especially strength training and running go hand in hand and for injury prevention, super, super important. But, you know, even in that day to day or any other activities that you're doing, right, sitting at your desk for long periods, when we're building strength and alignment and balance through our posture, and we are going through our warm ups and our cool downs and working on our mobility, feel so much better. And, you know, those daily aches and pains from not moving, just start to resolve these little things, right. And, and that's huge. And, you know, it's, it's important to really focus on that because a one hour workout or less, you know, you 30 minutes, whatever you can squeeze in, that's such a small percentage of our day. So it's about how can we maximize those benefits in terms of how we feel, how we carry ourselves and, you know, how, how we show up in the rest of our life. That's what it's all about. Yes. And so when you're working with clients, Mel, how do you make fitness fun, approachable, and sustainable? So first and foremost, in my coaching style, no matter what my client's goals are, which are all valid, I really encourage, as I mentioned before, focusing on a feeling. So training to be strong, pushing yourself because it feels good, because you'll feel good during, after, and instead of focusing on a look. So never using that as the primary motivator is really a core value that has been integral in my approach to helping clients fall in love with movement. Really, you know, embracing exercise as a partnership with yourself, not a punishment. It's never about burning off a certain food that you've eaten or those sort of narratives that I still see all over. It's really about building yourself up and strength training is an amazing way to do that because you're always challenging yourself and focusing on building strength for all of those reasons we just mentioned feels so uplifting. It feels fun to challenge yourself. There's objective ways that we can measure that progress as you lift heavier, you hit that next push up, you add time onto your plank. Those are the things that make it really fun and make you want to show up for yourself. Another thing too, is making sure that we're pacing ourselves through our workout and challenging ourselves in a zone that feels good. I always say to my clients, we want our last few reps to feel tough. We're here to push ourselves, but we want to still have good form and we want them to still feel doable. So as you're hitting the end of that rep range, that's that point that we're striving for. The goal is to feel energized after your workout amazing, sweaty, accomplished, you know, that feeling when you know, you just showed up for yourself, you've got it done. We're never striving for the type of thing where you're on the floor at the end, you can't go on with the rest of your day, you're exhausted. Not only is that not fun in the moment, but it's going to make you not want to work out again. And I say that from personal experience, especially I can think of lots of like hit classes where the messaging was different of go, 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 don't stop you know, like a million burpees at the expense of your joy. It's like, it's just not the way to go about things. It's going to make you not want to work out. And just knowing that you don't actually have to train like that and it's better not to in order to reach your goals, in order to stick with it, in order to stay safe. So pacing yourself so you feel good throughout your workout and you actually want to want to challenge yourself is really important. And then the other thing too, you know, with strength tra- training, having so many unique be- benefits for virtually all fitness goals Focusing on, you know, results driven workouts is motivating, whether it's those day to day results or other things that, you know, you're working towards 
doing a style of training that's not only uplifting, but is actually really optimized for your results is the ultimate motivation because you know that the time that you're putting in is really worthwhile and you feel that difference every single day and you know that you're working towards whatever else might be on your list of goals. That's super important because as much as we're about the process, you want to really feel like, you know, the, you trust that the energy and the time that you're putting in is, is working towards the place that you want to go. Absolutely. And so it sounds like there's so many different ways that you make strength training sustainable and fun for different clients and it all blends so beautifully together. So what is one piece of advice that you would give to someone who may not identify as being an active or fit person, but wants to start on their fitness journey? I fully relate to this, even on a personal level, because I remember feeling so intimidated by, you know, all of the different options out there and not knowing where to start. So now as a trainer, the biggest piece of advice I can give, no matter what your goals are, no matter what style of training you're interested in, is to start small. Even something as simple as daily walks or focusing on one to two full body strength workouts a week is a great place to start. It's a great place to stay if that's what's sustainable for you. But really important to start small, not get ahead of yourself, know that we can build over time. And you know these are things that relate to any habit that you might be starting. I'm sure you can speak to this in nutrition, but starting small, not overwhelming yourself, not going from zero to a hundred immediately is going to mean that you actually establish those habits in a way that can stick. I think one of the, you know, unfortunately traps of fitness marketing that we see is jumping in, going all out, going from not working out at all to working out every single day. And ultimately that burns you out, keeps you on that fitness hamster wheel where you are working out a ton, stopping altogether, feeling discouraged about it. How are you ever going to get back into it? So starting small, pacing yourself and striving for that consistency is key. Even in terms of daily walks, you know, make things easy on yourself. I love to multitask a daily walk. I'm lucky I have a dog who gets me out all the time. But if you're taking a phone call that you can, you know, be be out, just just do walk while you're doing that, right? If you're meeting a friend, maybe grab a coffee and walk or take the long way to, you know, a new coffee shop you're trying on the weekend or those sorts of things. Take the stairs, Adding in movement and making it easy on yourself is really going to set you up for success. So you're not having to make time for another thing, which can be really challenging. So those are things that I lean into and recommend for my clients who are starting out, but also tools that I've kept in my back pocket, even throughout the years of my training. Amazing. Thank you so much, Mel. It was such a pleasure to chat with you. So where can the audience find more about you and the work that you do? Thank you, Trista. Always a pleasure. I've got details about all of my training offers on my website, meltostraining.ca. I offer one-on-one personal training, both virtually and in downtown Toronto, and have a virtual strength training program called Melrose Training Club with a free seven-day trial. I'm also on social at Melrose Training. Okay, I'll be linking all of Mel's contacts and socials below in the show notes. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And once again, if you like our podcast, please share it with your friends, family members, text, email, share it in your stories, and don't forget to rate and review below. See you next time. Thanks, Chesta. Thanks, everyone.